Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is a psychotherapist. She comes from a background of social work. She has realized some things that I have realized in the course of my career, and I think it's so refreshing to talk to Maureen Greaves today from the UK. Say hello, Maureen. Hi, hello. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak to you today. Here we are having a conversation across the Atlantic about principles that we've both come to understand as we've worked with people. Now, Maureen, you come from a background of social work. You've been working as a psychotherapist, uh, a systemic psychotherapist. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is as we get started? Okay, so um, systemic practice is a practice that is really built on developing relationships. It sees um, problems not kind of um, in terms of cause and effect, but um, like in circles, we're all in relationships, different kinds of relationships, whether they're family relationships, community, work, school, there's lots of different relationships we have. And these relationships shape how we are in life. Um, and they impact us, then we impact other people. We, we, we don't live in isolation. Um, we live in lots of different communities. And and so um, it's another way, basically, of saying, I'm a family therapist. I work with more than uh-huh. one person in the room. <laughs> it's an acknowledgement, really, yeah. that our world is far greater than whatever's going on between our own two ears. Absolutely. We are all connected. We are in relationship. There are dynamics that are happening all over the place. And so you acknowledge that in your work with people and you see that there are greater principles at play. Would that be fair? Definitely. Definitely. Yes. We're all connected. We are influenced by people and we influence people. And yes, it's just a a slightly different way of seeing, if you like, the world and of seeing what we do and how useful we can be with each other. That's right. Maureen, in this experience that you've had, you and I both know, c- coming from a background of, of human services and working with people uh, very intimately sometimes as individuals or as families or, or groups, you've noticed some things about human nature that drive and direct your work. And uh, to set this up, I think from what I've observed that it's just not about our circumstances or what happens to us or how we were treated as little kids. Sure, all of those things have an impact, but there's something about the human spirit that is so strong and so resilient. And as you and I were talking before the the podcast, I got a sense that you really have an appreciation for that. 
tell tell me what you've noticed about people that that drives your philosophy. Well, one of the things that I really pay attention um, to people is that you know we we are spiritual human beings, and yes, we have um, a mind and a body. And lots of people really pay attention to the physical and they pay attention even in mental health services to the mind. But there, there aren't those people that like pay attention to the spirit, which is part and yeah. a major part of who we are as human beings. We all have a spirit. And whilst, you know, some people may kind of attune, if you like, their spirit to a religion, there are many other people that don't, but, they, but we're, we're still spiritual human beings. So some people may privilege the universe and, and think about how the universe kind of bring things to them or have faith in other kinds of, of ways, not linked to religion. But nevertheless, our spirituality is really important and our spirituality is really unique to us. We are all individual. Um, I know there's a tendency to try and categorize people that these kind of people do this or these kind of people think that. But we are all unique individuals with unique goals, dreams, wishes, ways of seeing the world, ways of being in the world, ways of conducting our relationships. These are all unique spiritual, if you like, qualities to each of us. Um, and that's what I really like to, when I work with somebody, I like to, if you like, look beyond what, what um, uh, I might see. Um, look beyond, if you like, physical characteristics and really just kind of try and connect with the, who the spirit of that person is. You mentioned that we're all unique. Yeah. And, and also we're all very similar. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. As you talk about the spiritual aspect and how there's something Unseen. And people get a little nervous sometimes when we get into the spiritual realm. But really, I think most people, at least most people that I've associated with or talked to, believe yeah. just exactly what you're saying here. That there's, there's some core element of that person that transcends the body, um, our earthly circumstances, and that spiritual aspect of a person is really more tied to who they are than their body is or their circumstances. Now, all those things create the context, obviously. Yeah. But it, it just feels that there is something there that is more lasting, more durable, and more fundamental to who that person is. Absolutely. It's like having an energy and, you know, that energy never, if you like, disappears on earth where that energy is in our bodies, in our physical bodies. And that's how I kind of see our spirituality, our, our sense of spirituality, that that energy will remain there. It's kind of in our bodies and sometimes we feel things and sense things and, you know, react in different ways with, um, within relationships. But, you know, that's our, that's where our, I think our resilience comes from. That's where our power um, comes from that's what kind of like drives us forward in life um, and I think it's really important to to kind of nurture who that that side of, of who we are um, and our desires um, we have a lot more I think um, inner resources as well 
um, mm. going for us. And sometimes we even give ourselves credit for, we like to compare ourselves with other people or, you know, say mm. we're not as good as, you know, the next person in doing a particular task. But actually, um, you know, we might do it a different way, but we can, you know, quite often achieve quite a lot if we just kind of dig that little bit deeper and, mm-hmm. and, and start to think about, do you know what? I am enough. <laughs> Maureen, I get a feeling that this isn't something you learned in the textbooks at the university. I think you've got some life experience that has shaped your belief about this. Can you identify what what some of those factors were for you? What was it that started to open your eyes to the fact that there's there's more to it than might meet the eye? Yeah. Does something come to mind for you? Um probably several things, but um, I think one of the most important things um, around about, say, must be at least 15 years ago now, where I became a born-again Christian, and it was at Mm. that point, I think, my spiritual awareness, if you like, and awakening just really started to emerge, started to grow, um, and um, I go to and you know, used to go to very vibrant, if you like, um, Pentecostal church with lots of singing and dancing and, Uh you know, full expression of, you know, faith in that way. Um, And I got really excited about, you know, kind of being around other people who are, you know, energized and, you know, thinking positively and wanting to, if you like, do more with their life, thinking that there is a bigger picture. Now, in the UK as well, within my profession, there has been quite a bit, and I'm sure it's probably a bit similar in, you know, other countries, there has been a bit of a separation between, if you like, religion and the state. So Mm. a lot of people are kind of quite cautious in terms of how those, um, if you like, some of those spiritual practices or um, uh, spiritual ideas translate, if you like, into the workplace. And um, it's not about, you know, evangelizing at work, but it is about recognizing that, you know, we are, like I said before, spiritual beings um, and that we have a lot of resilience and resource um, in in our faith and in our spirit as human beings. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I just really started to pay attention to what it might look like um, at work uh, when I'm working with people. How do I pay attention to this? to this um and there has been a growing body if you like of doing things like mindfulness and meditation as really positive steps in mental health and i've i've you know if you like think about doing these practices with children families and young people because it helps them just be mindful of who they are the stillness of the moment the beauty of not only themselves but the world and their relationships and it's it's things like this that I'm able to bring into work. I'm able to introduce people yes. that it's another way of looking at it um, and paying attention to who we are um, and where we're going in life. Without denying that part of us. Yeah. I, I believe we have a similar 
culture perhaps here in the United States where there there's a separation of church and state is what they call it. Yeah. And yes, I don't think that church and state should mess around with what each other is doing. But we've taken it a little too far, I believe, yeah. in saying, well, we're going to deny anything spiritual when it comes to our official interactions with each other. Uh, you said that you're without evangelizing, you want to acknowledge it, you know, yeah. and I, I've seen before sometimes when people bring up spirituality, they feel like, oh, that person's just trying to convert me to their faith or whatever. And we need to be more open, I believe. And the way that you're describing it here, I think is beautiful because as you were speaking about mindfulness and about connecting with our source and our purpose, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what religion or official faith you yeah. ascribe to, but acknowledging that as an important part of who we are, I think is a way to open up some possibilities that didn't exist without it. Maureen, you have opened up some really great topics for us to get into as we come into the second half of the program. I want to get a little more practical and let's see what, what kind of steps we can help our listeners achieve to get to that. Does that sound all right to you? Sounds great. Thank Folks, you. Folks, this is Maureen Greaves at Live On Purpose Radio, and we'll be right back. Hey, Live On Purpose family. I know you're a fan of personal development, and that's why you're here on the podcast. Something else that I think you would really like is Live On Purpose TV. Come on over to youtube.com forward slash Live On Purpose TV, where you will find daily episodes that are all geared toward powering up your personal development program. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And welcome back. Maureen Greaves at Live On Purpose Radio from the UK, the United Kingdom where you hang out and you do your magic, huh? That's <laughs> Maureen, I just called it magic. It's not magic. It's principle-based work that enhances and, and lifts and inspires people. And I look at it this way. You and I talked about this earlier, Maureen. The traditional model of psychology or mental health is a pathology model meaning that they focus on uh, pathology, disorder. It's like the most important question is, what's wrong with you? And that doesn't resonate very well with some of us, like you and me, who have, have recognized there's this deeper side to people. There's, it's not as simple as saying, oh, you've got a disorder. I think we have to look at that person in the entirety of their systems, their families, their relationships, and this spiritual element that you so nicely identified for us earlier um, to apply principles that actually enhance and lift and sometimes save lives. So with that in mind, Maureen, when you meet with someone and you can see that they're a little stuck where do you usually start or what do you encourage them to do 
to start tapping into some of that peace that we were referring to in the first half. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting. There's a number of things that I do, um, which can be seen, if you like, in a spiritual context. So um, lots of people have dreams, visions, goals, that they have a visual representation in their mind about what they would like to happen. Yeah, what they would like, what they can see for their life. And what I try to do is I try to get them to really write those visions down. So we use a process of journaling. We write journals. I encourage people to have a journal that they write those visions, those ideas, those little snapshots that come into their mind uh, about their goals um, Mm. in a book. And we work through that. We work through that because whether it's psychotherapy or it's teaching, training or coaching, it's a conversational space that we're in. Yeah. So um, use that conversation, if you like, to build something better than what is there. Mm. Um, Yeah. So um, and we all have we all have, like I said before, spiritual and emotional energy. It's about using it for good. Quite often we pay attention to emotional energy that's that's not good. And so uh, I, I, I point out that same energy that you have can be used in a positive way as opposed to a negative way. So let's not focus on what you don't want, but let's focus on what you do want. And, and we start to really journal through the process. What is it that you're seeing? What else? And sometimes these visions unfold bit by bit. It might just be a snapshot one day, um, a sn- uh, you know, and, and it, it starts to build as we start having the conversation. Right. Um, yeah. And I think conversation is really important because in systemic practice, um, we think about conversations as, if you like, building our will, the world around us. We construct, we socially construct together everything that we see and experience. So a chair is only a chair because a lot of people have decided that that's what it is. <laughs> right. So, so we can reconstruct what it is if we want if we want it to be something different we can start to have a conversation and talk about it until it becomes something different (laughs) right yeah so we um it sounds quite you know really how can you do that (laughs) oh maureen you have identified something that is so important as we connect with who we really are check this out we are creators yes and in my particular spiritual belief i believe that we are literally the offspring of the creator yeah and if so that makes us creators yeah absolutely we have to create something here's a little task that i give some of my audiences when i'm speaking as we're talking about their power to create their own life yeah i tell them okay you got a half hour that's all half hour, I'm going to time you, go out there, use your creative power to somehow make your life worse. Ready? Go. <laughs> no, nobody does it. Okay. It's, but it brings to mind that we would never do that on purpose. But look how quickly your mind can come up with half a dozen ways to pull that off. And yeah. it wouldn't take a half hour. Well, yeah. if we, if we have the power to go out and create a mess, 
what else might we be able to create if we got really intentional about it? So you're talking about journaling as a way of really creating the blueprints for what we intend to create and what we choose really matters here. You can see that you could go out and mess up your life in a half hour. (laughs) Well, what if we use that that same energy in a positive way? Absolutely. That's what this journaling does for us. Yeah. And use those visions as a map, if you like. Yes. There's another idea. um, If I can maybe share a metaphor of a a GPS. Yes. So from my position, it's like my God positioning system. But from somebody else's, it might be their goal positioning system. Okay. Either way, it's a way to navigate yourself around the difficulties that you have in life. The map is the territory of life and we all need navigation and those visions can navigate you because when you see it represented before you head in that direction as opposed to the direction you don't want to go (laughs) that metaphor just brought to mind also the gps always has the goal as the target that's where we're going and you don't always see it from where you are yes it might be really strange that you have to turn right and then turn left and you, you can't see how that's getting you closer to your goal. But the GPS system still has that overall target in mind. Definitely. I love it. So we get clear about our purpose. Yes. And it matters, doesn't it, Maureen? It matters what we choose. It does. It does matter what we choose. And even though we might choose, um, make some uh, uh, poor choices, let's say, um, in the past, we might go off track. We might end up like the GPS going, thinking we know a better route. But um, in the end, we can reposition ourselves and get back on track. But it, but it is, um, I guess, taking responsibility that we do and we can make better choices and more helpful choices in the future and not to keep beating ourselves up about the four choices maybe we made yesterday or the day before. There's always the opportunity to do something different the next day. You know what? My GPS never gets mad at me when I make a wrong turn. That's right. (laughs) Simply recalculates. Yes. And you can always get there from where you are. Yeah. So I agree, Maureen. Thank you for saying that. Let's not beat ourselves up for choices that may have got us off track. Just simply recalculate, get back on course. You haven't lost your ability to achieve happiness and joy and success. I think think that's a principle. Can you get behind that one? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So no matter where you've been, you can still get there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I've worked with people, you know, on that edge of, you know, maybe making, trying to make a permanent decision over a temporary situation. It's, mm. you know, things will change and can change. And, and it is also maybe about trusting the people around you as well that can help to navigate you if, 
say we don't feel in that position to navigate ourselves um, or make a particular decision. There are usually, whether it's professionals, family, you know, people that we know that are able to, to, if you like, hold our hands and guide us into a better place in our minds. Yeah. Right. This is the reason that we have mentors and coaches and people who can help us to see a perspective that we don't currently see when we're stuck in the muck. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I want to acknowledge something that we've kind of been building on here today, Maureen, and that is that there is an indomitable human spirit. There is a, there's a power and an energy within each one of us. And even though life beats us up, it doesn't mean that we're broken or that something's wrong with us. I think it means that we're human. Welcome to earth. Stuff yeah. happens. And yeah. there's always hope. Always. Maureen, you've created some resources. Um, you get involved in all kinds of causes and, and you're living on purpose, the way I like to say it. I am. You've got a, a website. It's called Mustard Seed. And, and we find that at mustardseedcic.co.uk. I know that's a mouthful, but I'll put a link in the in the show description. Can you tell us what people will find when they go there? Right. Well, it, it's really kind of a, uh, a connection point um, for my social enterprise organization. It's a nonprofit organization. Oh. And yeah, so um, I work with a number of uh, associates, if you like, and we do psychotherapy, social work, we do leadership coaching, we do um, training as well for um, professionals. um, And, you know, we help families and children, particularly those who may be suffering from mental health issues. So, so yeah, connect there. And um, yeah, we can see if we can collaborate or meet your needs in some way. Oh, wonderful. So folks, if you want Maureen on your team, if you see a place where maybe you'd like her to come and speak to your organization or at least connect to the great work that she's doing, that's mustardseedcic.co.uk and you can connect to her there. Maureen, thank you so much for being at Live On Purpose Radio today. And thank you. It's been wonderful um, connecting with you. Folks, hopefully you've connected to yourself a little bit through this conversation because now it's time to go live on purpose. Mm -hmm.